got there in the end. We got there in the end. Okay. Well, oh. I just like this. Are we going to do the recording? I, th- I would I would appreciate it if you moved closer to the microphone. Do I move further away? Is that, Come that closer. Help? Come closer. That That's much better. Yes. So I don't feel comfortable <laughs> like this. Do that just sounds quite good. <laughs> really? well, this is oh. a good happy medium in between here. Yeah. Anyway, look, this is a show. What is it? <laughs> That's what it is. It is a show. show we're doing Patreon. So we're going to do regular show now. This is regular show. This is launch of season three, four. <laughs> Get it right. So bad that the presenter doesn't know. Like it shows a lack of interest. And well, that's not true. No, this is that's a new not... series, and we haven't recorded for about three weeks. We did something like that. Um, anyway, welcome. This is the D Trout Spinners podcast with Mars Pennell and Gary Forrestal. Let's try and salvage this. Let's try and make a good I show. Avoid that. So you can yeah. cut me out of all of that. Yeah. And actually, still be shit. But <laughs> um, how are you, Gary? Yeah, not too bad. I'm sort of, you know, I'm suffering. I'm really suffering. Oh, here but we I go. Really oh, have, I wouldn't have even said, but you know, I did, I've had a bad case of COVID. But he has not needed a drip. But uh-huh. I never got admitted. I've, I just I've, think it's I've, mad I've, how much of a reaction you had. How old are you? Well, you know how old I am. 38. 38. It happened just as I turned 38 as well. <laughs> Happy <It's> birthday. Fine, <laughs> but you like that. If you got a temperature, go hang out by the chicken fillets. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. He did. He did all that. Yeah. Them, your mum and your dad. No, making your son. Noodle that, soup. I had peas in the fridge yeah i held them on my head but you have did to, you really you can't do it too much because you get frostbite does anyone still have uh like frozen garden peas in their freezer anymore i thought that's like a real like 90s hey i think it was we talking about a 90s thing well i don't know do people still keep uh, like a bag of uh convenient that. frozen peas in their freezer Britpop era yeah <laughs> so, weren't they david uh, alba I quite like peas when I used to, I do still make them sometimes, but I found it useful for, but there's other times I've had big bruises or something. If I feel That's like, what I mean. They never, they never get really used good. for, to, it, to be it, eaten, it, do they? Really, no, but mine aren't, no, but I think they're out of date now anyway, but they're very good. To, <laughs> you should never put them straight on the skin. You should put no. that in But I, I was like hot and cold. I don't want to go on about this. No, no, you've got to really make a good job of it. <laughs> so I'm well enough today to do this. Oh, a little coffee. I went to the shop and I, you know, I felt really, I've done a lot of work. You know, it's hard. <laughs> oh, no, well, well done. You're such a trooper, Gary. You're such a trooper. Genuinely, it was really bad. Like, that's the only way. Only to say that's because that's why we haven't done it for the last week. And uh, so, how are you? Oh, I've not been that much better. <laughs> for what well, I mean. Let me see if I can get as much sympathy from the listeners no, as you, you did. Know, I, I, <laughs> I'm joking. I have um, I've got various uh, an ongoing health condition. That's what I'm going to call it. Where I've been tests. going in having some tests. Uh, so that's that explains our absence. So I would love to make yeah. a uh, joke about it, but it's it's all well, bit, I, a bit I annoying, will. isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. No, I, I I'm desperate to as well, but yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's why I've not been. Yeah, be the sympathy should lie with me at the moment because I've sure. I've just told you what I've had directly. Yeah. So I bet mine's but worse really, than yours. Really, that really have to do. <laughs> I, that is that is opposite of true. I'm joking. I just think it's so funny how you got a doctor round. You're yeah, flat. You're grubby flat. What, <laughs> I don't know. 
So, so I've got a lot of boxes, mate. Just so that, and you walk in and he goes, Jesus, do you, you live here? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's quite tidy. Now. All the no wonder you're ill. <laughs> I, mean, I think I got put to, a lot of effort into putting the boxes all one in. That, <laughs> into I'll one corner. Me. I've uh, got a bit like um, a bit like Harry Hill's stand-up bit. You know, he does that heckle. He says, someone tells to fuck off. He goes, you could tell me to fuck off, but I've got a lovely chicken in the oven. When yeah, you may say that, but I don't care. I love that. Brilliant heckle. But similar to Harry, I got up early this morning and started breading some chicken for a lovely katsu Ooh, curry. What, chicken? what did you do for chicken? Breading, breaded Bread- some chicken. Oh, breaded? Really? Yeah. What, like egg, egg yolk? Yeah. Browns? Why? What's that mean? Yeah, I'm making a katsu curry. Breaded chicken. It's much more it's much more rewarding and satisfying when you place a nice warm always amused me when Carl says that at this water what the katsu curry yeah I've been so that's one food that I'm very excited about I've been obsessed by ice cream recently Ooh. what's your favorite ice cream well I do like a twister lolly oh you are such a twister man right but, but as a not that's not really full ice cream that's ice lolly my favorite flavor has always been mint chocolate chip yeah, and I'm very yeah. firm on that. I'll go that's, to my grave. A lot of people is um, that's their least favorite. A lot of people, really? Yeah, I love, I love it. I'm with you as well. Like, so you've got two contrasting, contrasting flavors, flavors. Once, and it's cold. It's exciting, know. isn't it? Well, I probably haven't had one since about 2006, but oh god, always go for mint chocolate chip. I've just been eating it straight out the tub. Me, I'm so excited about it. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite then? Pistachio. Okay, if this does make Quite a it, modern flavour, no, <laughs> um, I was just going to say my least favourite. I am still on chocolate. it. Never, I cho- hate chocolate ice cream. Chocolate is a waste. Everyone would, most people would say chocolate ice cream. It's a waste, I, isn't it? No, it's not acceptable. That's what I say to them in the shop. You know, I'm sort of, you know, having an argument. She goes, "Hi, do you work in a little old woman?" Uh, that's good. Well, it's the weather, isn't it? It just makes you feel very good about things, doesn't it? It makes you feel positive. Yeah, but do you? I don't ever go and buy an ice cream. I just don't. Not, you know, I'd like it to, but I just never do. You've got to leave the flat, though, first. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, they, 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 The ice cream sellers come to me. Oh, they come, they'll yeah. come out. They do home visit. Got some <laughs> stethoscopes as well. I was, my, my sister wanted me, I was going to buy a. You, you can't get zaps anymore, but there were like a £20 box of them. You get them delivered from some specialist uh, retailer. Right. That's that delicious, like toffee-coloured What one. was that? Uh, it's like sort of toffee, marbled kind of exterior. It's lovely. No, no, I've, no, I don't want that. No. But that's the other thing. This reason I don't get ice cream very much is it has to be a spur of the moment thing because yeah, it is tiny little freezer. You, as you were saying, it's frozen peas um, take up about <laughs> over half of it, so I can't never I can't, get it. I used to like choc ices. Yeah, ice. the humble choc ice and screwballs. No, I don't know. When you get to the actual ball, it was a bit too intense. It's also not that satisfying. Too much it? pleasure. Chewing gum. I don't want that cold. That, that could be done, you know, without... Anyway. But yes, um, that's ice cream and that's Miles's... Miles, you are going to say about dreams. You wanted to tell me off there and you were so keen to do it on it. Oh, no. Like, I just had the dream. It was just a really, really quick dream. It was... Uh, we recorded a podcast and I didn't press record. Oh. And genuinely was like, did well, that we've happen? We've done that. That has happened. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think it could happen again. We, but I'm being very, interview. very careful today. 
Yeah. Once we did an interview, we, we like it had all gone, like it had gone. But we called him up. It had gone to his. Who, who was that? That was a good interview. Nigel. See, Excellent. we're recording now. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it would be better if we hadn't been. <laughs> anyway, um, we had a suggestion, uh, Gary, from Lone Wolfby. He said, um, oh, yeah. please talk about Ricky's new stand-up in the next podcast, please. So we're going to do, uh, Lone Wolfby, we're going to do a special on this on uh, for Patreons. So do head over to Patreon for lots of bonus Miles and Gary content. Or buy us a coffee now. I've now set up a, a little... <laughs> <laughs> a coffee, a coffee page where you can buy us a, a little virtual coffee for three pounds to keep the podcast running. But we are going to do a special. But just for now, I do want to see all every receipt from your accountant that was coming in. It's just resting in my I don't account. Know <laughs> um, so have you watched it? Have you watched? No, this, not uh, no, Supernature. No. Well, well, everything I've seen, the clips, the short clips, have been everything I would expect in a good sense and in a bad sense. But in I what way? Seen. I haven't seen lots of it. Well, he's kind of the similar, like his his provocation is he's punching downwards, right? I, I don't think it's as offensive as some people have said. Like I can get there's he could have done it and be funny about that subject, but he hasn't. He's is more like some someone I've read somewhere someone put that he's making millions of pounds now touring, basically mm. it, with what he did on the XFM shows. And a lot of it is that it's the sort of chat that you'd get on the XFM shows. And he does it because he knows that he wants the people to say, oh, he should be cancelled. You know, it's good for him. Someone said he's not a gateway to the far right or they don't agree with that. This ev- evidence is proves my point, I think, that he is a gateway to the far right. He's not far right. I've always been clear about that. But if you look online, the people defending him, or go onto their profiles if it's on Twitter. They will have some quite nasty nationalist, racist stuff. But it's okay because it's the Jubilee, Gary. You can and say whatever you want. What? It's, that? it's so the I mean, Jubilee. That's what it means. <laughs> um, no, it, but bad people. These are bad. And yeah. of course, there are many people who do like it. I, I understand that won't be bad people, but the sorts of people defending him are the sorts of people if they're slightly high profile, you know they're from GB News, and they are on the far right, and that's, it's a perfect example of how he's a gateway to the far right, because he he isn't, and he isn't hateful you know, as much as people yeah. say, but it is kind of, you know, it's, he knows it will appeal to the mm. worst possibility and he doesn't do it, it could be done sophisticatedly, yeah. yeah it's not, it's like every show I've ever seen of him stand up mm. just a little bit so i thought well you know on that note um robin ince who we've been trying to get on the podcast so i do hope he, he does come on eventually yeah. he writes a blog which is called cosmic shambles and you might find this quite interesting it says as some of you may know i have known ricky for almost 30 years i've toured with him written with him and been the bearer of the brunt for the practical jokes required to alleviate him of his tour boredom He's hung up on coat racks yeah buried yeah. on beaches covered in makeup we still talk and one of the things we argue about the most is the subjects of his jokes and the nature of offense i think it's easy to forget the collateral damage of jokes anti-trans punchlines seem to have uh, become highly profitable and it ignores the dehumanizing effect on a swathe for already marginalized people i think ricky 
uh, believes it is just him being a naughty boy. I believe it makes him a pinup and role model for the alt-right, which is sadly just the mainstream right nowadays. And whether he likes it or not, a useful ally in the culture wars. I know he's not a supporter of the alt-right ideology, but I see his words used as gifts and memes in support of the ideology. The problem with spending too much time on Twitter is that you can start to make mistakes on where the power really truly lies and rarely does it lie with the people who have taken umbrage with you and have a few hundred followers. Yeah, that's, that's, from, oh, that's, God, from that's Robin. so much of that. I've never read that, but it was what I was saying. It's very interesting. I do. It's, it's, I'll put a link to the um. I'll put a link in the description. But do uh, do check that out because it's yeah. uh, it's a very interesting um commentary really on on the show more generally but um, yeah. as someone who has a you know clearly a connection with with ricky but i have yeah. to say for for my part he'll get his phone out a random point to read saved tweets yeah um and he surely just... does that that's Lee does yeah that but well, Stuart so... lee will do it in a very very clever way and he'll use it as he'll use it effectively as a prop as part of the routine ricky's just yeah. using it to like make a point and someone in the audience this is just a moment where i was like oh this is the kind of audience that he attracts nowadays they laugh when the word rape is mentioned and that's like he, he just yeah. goes so there was a man and he was oh liam neeson is talking about as his, his wife or someone yeah. was raped it's and black. someone goes someone in the audience goes <laughs> And Ricky goes, that's not the funny bit. And you're yeah. like, I'm well, sorry. That, I, I like... He planned that. He knows that's happening. Of course that wasn't he did. Someone's yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, you could, again, you can, I've tweeted, but very carefully, not about but cases that are happening hmm. to do with that, but not, you make the humour something else. Uh, Ricky yeah. doesn't do that. He, he'll just, he's using words just to kind of offend and he'll use as, Deliberately. On, like the and word he does this is bit... as clever as it gets. Well, he'll do this bit, he goes, uh, and people talking about how you can't punch down. But sometimes you do have to punch down, like if you're fighting a disabled toddler. Yeah. And you're that, like, uh, okay. But, but that's, yeah, but you could just say, just say toddler, if you want to say that. But he, he throws in the line, a disabled toddler, just because it's offensive. And the audience, like, are just like lapdogs. They're just yeah. like. At least he addressed it. I mean, I'm not, I agree with you. I was just thinking that's, that is bit tasteless but kind of the fact he's at least referencing the fact that people like he knows that people say this about you know that could have been the funniest bit you know that i've heard yeah but i, I but think the, the point is like the independent wrote a very kind of unfavorable review I, I read, of two yeah, star I yeah I don't, I don't, and he was they, saying how um, they, he it's a very unfocused show that he calls it supernature but all he really wants to talk about is comedy and the nature of offense like it doesn't even target the the again i'm only halfway through uh the stand-up myself and uh i'm, ha I'm having to watch it quick as well because my mum's just cancelled their netflix account <laughs> So oh. <laughs> I've, got, I've got about two days to watch it. You're not allowed to share anyway. Yeah. I think well, not nowadays. But I just um all the audience like go mad when he mentions how rich he is. They're like, Why? It's like, yeah. why is that? Why are we celebrating this fact? Like he, I, that, he's made loads of money, brilliant. If he if he that could be funny. Like I don't say he could do that. But it was the funny in the early noughties. Yeah, yeah, but if he's if he's sort of you could twist something on its head if he did it well it could yeah work everything could be made persona. funny but he's kind of people who they will swear they'll deny he's kind of on the um, gateway to the far right they just don't want to see it look at his audience look at the people that commented and defended him there might be bits of the show that are defensible and the people that are good that defend the show but in general you're getting a nasty kind of crowd i don't and like he knows people, he is yeah. You know, the transition is a very complex one, which we're not going to go into now anyway. But the, or clearly, ever. You know, I think things 
can be joked about, but you know, he he just apart from anything else, what what annoys me the most is not how offensive it is. It's just how boring. La- yeah, how humor. Oh, there. just stop. Very noisy. I think oh, it's finished now. It's my nan. She's just. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed to work. It just comes on her Harley. Um, didn't let her in this time. Let's see, I'd laugh downstairs. at that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I should be doing. Two nights at the O2. Can you pretend to drink a can of Fosters though when you do uh, it? Though? <laughs> oh, that was that was the best part of Stuart Lee's. He did that <laughs> so well. No words. He just. Everyone. Oh, here. I love how you can use a, a use of working class beer to show that you're still in touch with your roots. And he he would say that about his comedy go, but I'm still in touch with the regular people. It's not like, no, you're not. You're no, not. not. You're really yeah, not. And that's okay. Like, and that's fine. Of course it is. It's just don't deny like the people he hangs around with are like some of them I agree with on in terms of religion and things that is harmful, but he goes way too far. And he's kind of, you know, there's people like Richard Dawkins. Okay, you know, they're not terrible, but then there are people who are much more right wing. Who he's going on podcasts, so, you know, he's yeah. legitimizing them. Basically, Ricky knows, you know, he does that to get that audience. He knows the audience. Yeah. Even though I would say he's it's not a very profitable far-right. audience, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he, he probably would have revoked for a far right party, but personally, but he cultivates it the same way. Actually, Russell Brand has done just in a different, a very different. But they clearly, that's what he's doing. I had Ricky's- someone stopped um, following us on Twitter because I, I I reposted um, a Farage said uh, he, that he liked the stand up. And I was like, what's happened to Ricky? And, and it was just, and it's funny that Farage and um, someone uh, tweeted us saying pathetic, unfollowing. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm allowed to have my opinion on it. And maybe I'd, as a general rule, I, I think it's good to not talk that we, we try not to talk about politics, both here and on our Twitter, no, but, you know, because that's not that's not the purpose of our show. But it's but at but the, the same, same time, time, if you're attracting people like Farage, Lawrence Fox, Piers Morgan, you know, I'm sorry, yeah. but that, that I have my opinions on those people. And I'm that's yeah, just yeah. how I feel. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely, you know, and it, I didn't know Farage had said that, or you tweeted that, but that's a perfect example of what I'm saying. You know, he's not like Nigel Farage. If he had his device of he like wouldn't Nigel do Farage. The same th- yeah, but he wouldn't be do the politically the same things if he was in politics, but he's not. But Farage is defending him. And the people that aren't like that, that want to defend him, that can't see that, they hate to see it because they won't admit it because... They're, they don't want to be like associated mm. with people like Farage and yeah. others. But trans issues is kind of complex anyway. So I, I know it is. It's yeah. not there is, you know. What's a woman, Gary? Is, what is certain, a woman? Um, someone who hasn't been here for eight <laughs> years. If you've been here for the last eight years, any you probably had a penis. <laughs> Then, well, hey, well, I I think I'm, anyway. Yeah, that's not. That's but, to give us our. I don't want to give people too much go because I want people to tune in and listen to the Patreon. We've just done it. <laughs> we, what well, we, we could go into it. a lot of detail. Um, anyway, but I just want well, to wrap this here, up. Yeah, so we're here for episode one, series four. <laughs> We absolutely are, and uh, we're, we're going to do bit, that. We're a little um, bit playful today, a little bit. I think so. so. We, yeah, I'm trying to we, find out. We haven't done it for a while. And, I know. You know. I've been terribly ill. And, uh, yeah, yeah and we well, know you haven't mentioned it. <laughs> no, I'm too sure I'm saying. I've, 
had bad COVID. You know, Mars is fine. That I'm, I swear that is a joke. But I think we're, I don't know, I feel no. like... I think it's cool. Playful. I'm enjoying I'm in, I'm in a playful kind of mood. So we're doing episode one today. And we're going to split cream. this show... So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to review this week's show and then we're going to split it in two, like uh, like two conjoined twins. And the part, the second twin will be a uh, XFM in the community extended edition because we've got lots of lovely feedback and we wanted to dedicate a proper show. So you've got a bit for everyone. You've got a bit for people who just like the review and a bit of you if you want a bit more. And we are incidentally also going to be putting out the um, Ladies Night, Hello Ladies, Song for Ladies. <laughs> Um, special. There's no edition. way you can describe. So we're that. really catching sound. up on lost time, aren't we? Yes. Three weeks, and then we'll yeah, just do Mars. a glut of new content. Uh, you know, I've you know, I've, I edit all the time. Mars. Yeah, you're not on this one. He's, he's editing this. now. Yeah, yeah, I've got doing it under the table. <laughs> I've got audacity over. Um, can I just bring your attention to this yes. tweet, and then I promise we'll start talking about the episode. Did we really um, lose one follower? Did he actually yeah. unfollow? There's just one. I think we but gained one... a few as well. Yeah. It's all right. Don't worry. That's oh, why. Down to three. <laughs> uh, this was on from a, a, char- a person called Joe Norris, who's an actor, comedian, I believe. And he said, I auditioned for Ricky Gervais once. And at the end of the audition, audition, he burst out laughing that made me feel good. And then he wouldn't stop laughing and kept looking at everyone, encouraging them to laugh too. And it became clear he was laughing at his own performance and script. The last line he had to deliver in the scene was read, uh, we read was, fuck off, you fucking cunt. Or something like that, and it really made him crack up. Who, who was this so, an actor on Twitter? Yeah, who was auditioning for Afterlife? Yeah. That's you know, when you're filming. I'm the sorry, office... like, I don't want to be like I don't. I honestly wait, I wait, wait. Because there's a police car in the back. Oh, yeah. oh, that's that. my nan. She's just been caught on a <laughs> on a Harley Davidson. She's got to you now, <laughs> stealing a couple of birds' nests. Um, but no, <laughs> the what were you just saying? Remind me. The, the, the tweet. The tweet, the tweet yeah. If you film in the office and you're cracking up, brilliant. That's totally mm. worth cracking up. Almost every line you could crack up because it's so good. So it doesn't yeah. matter if it's the office. He deserves to laugh at his own work. But, yeah, that. He just what, likes fuck off, you fucking cunt. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And he uses Not my audience. Word. He uses the C word in afterlife. And, and he does a thing with a kid that's so old, seen it done so many yeah. times about him being joking about paedophiles. You know, if he'd done that, it would have been that he would have necessarily offended me if he'd done it really well, but it wasn't funny. And then yeah. what are you left with? Just the a naughty word. Swear words. Well, know? we are going to, well, <laughs> there is <laughs> we're a We're going to be swear. doing a review of September, <laughs> especially what we've got to go through all his work, being well, enthusiastic we... about it. Well, yeah, this is the thing. We've got um, we've got our live show coming up in September for the RSK convention. Tickets still available, so do do check that out. And um, I just say we don't, you know, we're nuanced in our opinions. We never kind of slag. We have got to say this because we do get we don't get very many bad comments. I've got one coming up, which I'm yeah, I know, Fred. Yeah, but I just I do want to make this absolutely clear. We are fans of Ricky. We love Ricky. It just so happens whenever, you know, a new thing comes out, which it does, we are going to be critical and you have to... I wouldn't be be gushing over anyone, even someone who I really... Other comedians who I still like the work of. No. You know, I think it's just about being fair, isn't it? Yeah, I never expect the office. You know, that's not fair, you know, to to that standard. But, you know, it's just got low, low, low. So I still don't hate him, but it's kind of... It's mixed. It's like with the XFM shows, he's very good. He says, you know, there's... 
they talk about offensive things there, but even somehow today. he judges it very well, and it doesn't. It, it's still funny, but he doesn't do the humour as well. But he still does the offensive stuff. And so well, on. He's basically mm. done. He's doing now. His whole stand-up show is two years of XFM. It's it is, and actually. That. I've got a lot of XFM uh, in the community. One of which was I asked people earlier, "What? What? Do, what? Do, what <laughs> can you get, can you show me your genitals?" <laughs> that was me. I asked that. I know. I, I asked people, "What does everyone feel about um, XFM material being reused in latter careers?" But let's move on to the actual review. Yeah, we're about. Fucking hell! I'm tired. We'll, we... we'll do a free episode special. Anyway, I'm Ill. This week we discuss. <laughs> Uh, series 4, episode 1, 28th of May 2005. The show returns. Ricky and Steve are standing in for Adam and Joe. I remember when they stood in for us. Uh, they comment about how nothing has changed except the listenership has possibly gone down and because each year a few old XFM listeners die of smack addiction or gout. Ricky unveils some genuinely exciting prizes for Rockbusters and Carl talks about his testicles then gets a champagne cork shot at his head. I'll put a link to the show in the description and when you're ready, you can come back for our little debrief. Which is... Don't bother coming back. No! <laughs> just now, they've, all, they've literally dropped off now. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Mister Gary Forrestal, Gazmeister General, what did you make of this return of Ricky Trace? Because we've only it's... got about, what, six episodes left and then we've yeah. done Series 4 and this is the first one. What did we think? It's good. I think it's good, but it's not great. There's points... That, you know where you're listening, even if you're listening back for a show, you, you kind of tune out for 10 minutes. There's mm. In the really good shows, you don't tune out at all. So I was obviously paying attention. It didn't grab me, but I don't... I would never make wider points. It's harder to make wider points about the first in the, each series because they're in different ways they're going to be trying to introduce Carl to what they know is a new audience. So that's it's not the same as what... But most of the listeners have died, you're forgetting that. No, but yeah, I know. But they, they would have had a whole new audience because they were done other things by yeah. then. So they, oh. it's kind of... the <laughs> yeah. someone on the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I get it. It's not going to be one of the best ones because I I don't like really the ones. I get a bit bored when they ask Carl questions and you know get to know Carl. But it's kind of needed. They need to kind of introduce Carl as if you didn't know who he was. Whereas yeah, in other episodes that's not the case. So it wasn't. It was a bit disappointing. From my memory of it was better, but it it had a few laughs. I, I don't think I've got. I, I hope I've written notes for favourite lines. Let me <laughs> I just do check. too. I think, I, I'm, I'm not sure I did. But there wasn't anything killer. There was nothing brilliant about it, but it wasn't I agree. a terrible one. I liked a lot of the sort of topical um, stuff which they talk about, stuff on uh, happiness. Uh, but it, it does feel at this point that the show is feeling like it's naturally coming to the end, to the end of its life cycle and kind of transitioning into the podcast or yeah. I don't know they they just seem a little bit more um like they can't sort of wait for it to end and it does there's a lot of recycled material both uh in this episode obviously because they're introducing yeah. Kyle again but also lot... in in all of the series and Carl obviously has so much to give and he gives a lot like you got to think where this sits and the kind of canon you know series four but then after this we we go straight into an idiot abroad which yeah. for my money is one of the best tv programs ever stand by that um, probably and all... the thing that comes closest to the XFM shows they're not trying to be the same yeah. but in terms of quality because the, the 
podcasts are good. They've got some brilliant moments, the podcast. The animation's fantastic that she did, but they're very different. And yes, as you say, this is a transition from the hmm. earlier series into podcasts. They probably already knew that they were going to do podcasts at this point. And, you know, this show has hmm. like, there's there's a lot at the beginning that's they've discussed. They haven't scripted yeah. it, but it's kind of stuff Definitely. they know, which is it's the first show back, there's going to be more. But I don't like stuff like I like it when it's you know when they just go into a little thing like um we've actually got two left you know and they yeah. there's no planning because this happened so late in the well, show there's but... always a bit of a wobbly start though isn't it like uh, our, our show case example of that oh, you know we yeah we, we're about an hour in we haven't done a, we haven't properly started yet <laughs> Oh, they do yeah. sound, I, I do think they sound different that and it does different. feel like a different, yeah, well, that comes up in this show, doesn't it? <laughs> that sounded yeah, great. Um, but this is six months later, you know, Ricky's just um, come back. He's just, um, which I find this mad in the timeline, he's just written for The Simpsons for the uh, Homer Simpson, This Is Your yeah, Wife episode. Yeah, that's a good point. And that was such a, that was such a big deal. I remember um, people talking about the fact that British comedians yeah. been writing for, uh, I think, um, because yeah. obviously that's right, Writer's Room show, isn't it? But um. They you know, put a lot of celebrities in, but they never, mm. I don't think, before had, which shows the absolute like astronomical, totally mm. deserved, you know, where Ricky was because of The Office. And they just, people who like comedy, just, they loved it. But it actually was a, not funny, his episode that he wrote for The Simpsons. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was, no, it was, to me it's We should do a review of that on the I Patreon. Have, I haven't seen it for so long. Well, you always like The Simpsons. This is your wife. It's like a Wife Swap episode. Do you remember the show Wife Swap? Love that show. They should bring that back. Wife Swap? Oh, they do that with Debbie Oh, I loved that. They do that with your mum. Wife Swap? Yeah, (laughs) there's too many to go around. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Come on, we've got to divide this by... But yeah, it was a big deal. You're right, British comedian. They allowed him to write it. I don't blame him that it wasn't that good because it's a new sort of thing for him. It's you know, and if you're offered to do that, yeah. it, it was it was okay. But you know that showed how highly he was regarded mm. and how famous he'd suddenly become. And it, I'm not like jingoistic. But I do any British person do. Like what Elton does jingoistic John, mean? Sorry, uh, sort of na- nationalistic. Um, oh, okay. You know, um, like I love Britain. Flag waving. Britain, like uh, oh, Gary, ounces just... and pounds are coming back. Oh, well. The old metric, is that metric or imperial? So I don't even know that. Well, you know, I can see how much <laughs> my penis weighs again. No, I, I did that once, but God. it was very light. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. Sorry. Um, no, he, that, that was where he was and he, he earned that right and they gave it to him. And, yeah. you know, Good I him. don't mind ever the kind of jokes he makes about himself how big he is now because they they could always look, they could always be good but he doesn't do them like that he does the arrogant like most yeah. of the times during the xfm years when he's much that he hasn't got the fame when he talks about how famous he is or something like that he does it that cleverly and it's funny and it's kind of a bit self-deprecating you know based on like his difference between him and steve what they're earning you know it's fun he makes it, it funny fun. yeah so it's not now he's it's kind of that's the basis he's forgotten the humor we come, we're back on the stand-up again. So they are standing in for Adam and Joe. And can I just <laughs> God, say, we're anyone... Only, we're still you know, at the intro bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I just say um, to everyone, do check out those um, original Adam and Joe XFM shows because they are great. They're just at the start of their uh, media career. They're just on the Adam and Joe show and they'll move mm. on to do six music after this. But as I'm something, as a you. fan of radio uh, and radio comedy, it's probably the thing as close to the XFM 
RSK shows as you're going to find. Yeah, their general dynamic and and, yeah. and and their relationship is is lovely, and their humour's so on point as well. Like, yeah, it's different from the XFM shows, of course. They're just pop cultural junkies, and they yeah, just, they're so irreverent, and they're like, yeah, I just haven't got into them, not because I just don't. I I like them. Well, I've seen them on TV. You'd but... love them, Gary. Yeah, you'd you'd love the Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan. He doesn't do it anymore. It's a sport one about football, but he was about not. So I like Alfred Clements. It was not about football. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was with him and James Brown and Gavin Woods. They met that day, the first time of the show. Yeah. They say none of them had Johnny knew one of them. Like two hadn't met, and they just turned the mic on. It's just natural. They t- they do all the off air mm. bits on air, like the uh, Ricky Gervais show. It's not as good as the Ricky Gervais show, but you'd love it. I'll, if I can find some I'll old check it out. of you, because yeah, Johnny Ford, it doesn't. He's a football fan, but he knows nothing about football. Like he yeah. can't ban. So it's kind of ironically about that. But it's only once a week. Anyway, I like in this not anything yeah. to do with what we're reviewing. <laughs> no, not at all. I like how um in this episode it is the return of um it's a callback to a previous show where about the swearing sketch. Yes, I, and I it's like um, how you have nothing. to bleep out the vowels because Emmanuel Kant and you, uh, Willy Wonka, always Willy as word. Willy Wonka and his folking cunt. So it's the oh, vowel nice. that is offensive. It's nice to see that feature that was never a feature. It's not some of the best stuff that's ever gone out. No, <laughs> it, it's, well, it's, it's interesting because that probably was exactly what they had. Exactly. Like, yeah. So as I listened back, I did think, what's changed? Like Carl's quite relaxed about it he doesn't kind of get too oh he does get quite nervous he, get, he, don't, yeah, he, he gets, gets nervous, very but, nervous yeah but ricky was literally stopped by the head by andrew phillips like it, he could not go out so but Can't now suddenly like it can go out it's not my favorite bit because he he overdoes it don't do the seat i i think the um the the concept is fundamentally flawed as well i don't quite i sort of half understand it if but... he'd never done what he did after that like how he is in the podcast, how much he swears openly, then that little skit of yeah. this episode wouldn't be too bad. But knowing knowing what he goes on to do, which he is genuinely interested in the swear words when they're not needed, he massively uses them and you know enjoys it. So knowing that from this show, it, mm. a bit uncomfortable. It wasn't my favourite bit. It was, it's funny when Carl gets anxious, you know. It's, that, right, right. It's it, 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I just like, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love like those little bit. Yeah. We yeah, said what? before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause that's cause he's kind of, he's like, <laughs> he's getting and trying to get what, what, what other producer has to deal with that from a presenter. But it's like we said, he, Ricky's better when he's got more constraints around him. There's a lot yes. of people, you have to be more creative. So yeah. he, he couldn't swear there. So it could have been a good sketch, but I know that Ricky isn't doing it because it's, it's like cleverly nearly that, but never going there. It's like he was desperate to actually say the words. Mm. He genuinely wanted to for the sake of it. Willy so Wonka, Willy it, Wonka. It wasn't, yeah, that, that bit, that's funny because it's stupid, but Emmanuel Kant. I mean, and I'm Essex not offended, full of Kant, really, but I do, I wouldn't say the C word. Like, I would, would you joke like that? I, I don't think I would. I quite like the C word, what, like, but um, I, you've run I out think of you've ideas got to use it. You've I think you've got to use ideas. it sparingly. I like um, you know how uh, they film the cork hit in the head, which is some of the only yeah. footage the that only exists. Footage I've seen yeah, it's, in the studio. 
there's like another there's a picture of like um yeah there's a really grainy four pictures but i think he says it in um in the claire episodes doesn't he that they had a webcam but it takes a picture every like few seconds to think that's how basic webcams were do you remember like putting a webcam on in the early uh noughties for like ms7 stuff and it was really like yeah <laughs> it, was, it, it really was great and it captured your any kind of move and it was like buffering no, even like I that. didn't even have a camera in those days because I remember MSN. I remember before when a radio station, you had to fax them. We did have oh, a fax turned into a PAP at this house. So, so we faxed, I used to fax TalkSport, but then um, turned to email. But yeah, it was kind of, there's a lot of references like that, like eBay, E-B-A-Y. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like the most known. I would like to find out who has those webcams. Oh, I'd love to see them. Just to see them together in a studio, it's exciting. Yeah, guys, I've like literally where does Carl sit and how do they arrange themselves? I know Ricky lies down, but sort of what just see doesn't wear headphones, yeah. I think they weren't saved. But if anyone knows where that is, you know, I'll pay good money. I bet we can beat the guests. Um we've got lots of guests coming up as well, incidentally, guys. We've still got Ian Morris. We will talk to him, I promise you all. And we have twenty (laughs) eight things happened between between the three of us, Ian Morris and Carl's night. That meant we And no, we've we've also got the director of the Ricky Gervais show animated TV series and he, he also did he, a lot yeah, of I don't the... even know about this He's, he books his own guests I do no, all I'm, of this I'm stuff. happy no I do I'm don't worry about it. it it's just funny because got... you're telling the listeners but you're telling me as well so it's useful it's nice to you get know, news to at the same time no. Vic Sharma who was the composer for um, An Idiot Abroad and lots of Steve projects you got to be nice to him as well because we're using his theme music and he could have us done for copyright even though I have purchased the license. Right. Yeah, because I yeah. paid money to you for that license. So. Gary, do you... What about, uh... what about that um, Tony Hart music? We still... Gary, what about um, Celebrity Love Island? How about that? To think where that show's come from. Yeah. And it how big it is now. such a joke. No one watched it. Yeah. It was a disaster, like, 10 years ago. And then they rebranded it, and it's, it's still a shit, if not worse. <laughs> but somehow... Everyone, like people on my Facebook, you can see like it's the most. Can I tell you this? In 2020, it was the most watched TV show amongst its target audience of 16 to 34 year olds. Well, target audience that's like a bracket, Uh, but it will be 16. You've just out of that one, Gary. You're just out of that target audience. Yeah, I've like five years ago, you tried to listen, you tried to listen to Radio One, and your radio one, and your radio just exploded. Dane Bowers. It's it's the most who I don't understand. There's no their jeopardy, but it's all kind of script. It's not scripted, but how could you ever watch it and think, oh yeah, he's they're in getting a relationship with things when it's they've got cameras all around. It can never be natural. I think I stopped and, listening. And is it porn? Do they actually show the sex? I don't I think might, so. Well, I, I'll, I'll check next time. But... <laughs> no, I think it's just a more salacious um, Big Brother from, from well, my understanding. But, but I stopped watching Big Brother like years ago, probably like when Nadia won, whenever but, that was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was about the same, but I used to watch every series and where the sex parts were actually, they got told off and they were never allowed to be under the covers with the same yeah. person they had that rule oh things but have changed was, now you there can show like naked but, attraction yeah but as the series went on little there's little things happened and, little and then they put a jacuzzi in and there was some sex under the, yeah. you know and it was a big thing now it's like it's love island well the sex is the whole thing and, and but, but instead of um like glamour models which were like in <laughs> well that was in the original that abby titmus rebecca Luz, god i remember like pit they were pin-up girls weren't they for yeah. that generation i remember i i mean i was one of those boys and i'm ashamed to say this um access 
I was quite limited back in the day, so I did buy Nuts and Zoo. To my well, shame, yeah, I know, I, my yeah. eternal That's shame. But you, I, like, I don't. I was older than you, so I had more of an excuse not to. But I, I bought it. I just remember not, seeing not. those people. They just popped up. Lucy Pinder, um, Kelly, Kelly Brook. Do you remember her? Yeah, in the middle, they'd be like, they'd all, they'd almost be naked. They'd always be a breast yeah, showing on the food, scene. They couldn't quite. Uh, just a bit of side boobage. Um, <laughs> and obviously, but no, I did get them. And also, well, we looked at the internet. It's not, not a yeah. bad thing, you know. But I, I don't so. now. I, I, if no. I want, you know, Pornhub, then I will go to Pornhub and spend three hours there. I don't want the sort of in-between thing with... Who has to send this filth? Yeah. Who has to send this like, filth? He, he dumps her and she dumps him. And it's like... I just got drama. no interest in it. I don't care. I know. I, the, yes, they look very nice. It, and the men. It's got to be more interesting than that, hasn't it? But it's like, they, yeah, you're basing everything on that. So what was this, 2004? So that was a long time ago. Quite a long time ago. But it was it? a joke, and that that's fine. What it, How they rebranded... Whoever rebranded that, whoever was behind that... A genius. Should be a millionaire, because he deserves it. They are. It. don't like it. How you could take a dead concept like that. Also, like, other things we, we, that... Um... we just did. We just took a dead concept <laughs> and played with it for half I an hour. think we could do the D-Trout spinners on Love Island. One of us go on... I'd well, love to see that. Well, I think it'd be, have to be you. I think. Well, I can't. I'm. You, I'm with partner. You, uh, but I don't think I look like. Yeah, I mean, I would, I'm, I'm, it's yeah, a bit blurry on camera. <laughs> no, I don't look. You know, hopefully terrible. Well, other things but that um people. Imagine have me stood next to all the other men. <laughs> <laughs> like, the camera would just pan down. Look, there'd be a fly like buzzing around your hair. Be a warning. What but, you're about um, to see me cause. <laughs> Other things that you know, bit bit creepy, bit weird. Carl had had a vision of that Chinese flu. See, oh yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, where are we? Gary had it just the other just the other day. He hasn't mentioned it once. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it, but it was. I, mean, <laughs> I had three interventions, professionals. Oh. Uh, Doing well though. I might not recover, but if you could maybe send me some money for that. Miles <sighs> is having an easy time. So. Kofi. Totally, I'm joking. It was really bad, but I'm fine now. So, God for that. It's like when SARS, I just, I dismiss it. That's why I dismiss COVID. SARS and monkeypox. SARS never, no one got SARS. You, I guarantee you don't know anyone with SARS, neither did I. It just didn't kind of happen. And I was convinced of that with COVID. Do you remember that time we met in London? And mm. it, it was no one quite knew what was happening, but yeah. we did know. Looking back now, how it went, crazy. It's kind of eerie to hear. Someone did actually get in touch with us. They want to know your thoughts on uh, lockdown, but that's coming up in our XFM in the Community Extension special. I think so. Unless I'm misreading it. Hey, Gary, I've got some questions. Quick fire questions for you. Could we do some slow ones so it's more boring? (laughs) Very quick. Questions for Gary. Uh, These are the questions. I'm going to talk uh... at length about all these answers. You know that. (laughs) About feeder. Who's thinking philosopher? It's the lead singer of feeder. We've got Gary Forrestal, so it's it's all right. Uh, Gary, what is your idea of perfect happiness? And just can I just say, I love Carl's answer to this, the uh, fish fingers, potato cakes and beans, because... You know it's true. You know that's true. And also, who isn't absolutely delighted when they get... I wouldn't have the beans, personally. My idea of perfect happiness would be the fish fingers and the potato cakes. Well, I, I used to put fish fingers in a sandwich and eat them like that. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's a classic. But it's like, you'd never... Cole would probably choose that over an expensive restaurant. Hey, of course most of he us went... would choose to an expensive restaurant. A duck confit or something. But we're yeah. still like it's nice that he kind of 
I he, love it. He, he's childish, childlike, but yeah. in, the, in the sweetest way. Because you do, like I take cakes, yeah. It takes you back. So, Gary, what's sweet. your idea of perfect, perfect happiness? Oh, yeah, probably quick like, answers. Uh, oh, when I've when I when I just made a good link between two articles, and <laughs> I, I've I've linked them together and to make form one point fusion um, comedy. And that's I've what comedy is. Oh yeah, actually, tweets. Yeah, when I when a tweet goes well, that's that's good. That's perfect happiness for you. Uh, you know what? When you when life is hard, you tweet yeah. more. Like when that's it's true. Not very hard. It's like the lower you are, sometimes the more you tweet. The when I look back, they're the good ones. That's just a more point about. What it. is your greatest fear? Creativity. Uh, I told you. What greatest oh, fear? polystyrene. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, it, it affects me just hearing. Yeah, it. it's your trigger. Um, which living person do you most admire? Living. Shirley Bassey. If we had to say, yeah, but someone in the work arena, someone who's perhaps a male, and uh... that's the best thing you've ever done to like link that. Um, that was well, in the script. You are, you are my mind, but no, I'd say much. Harry Hill. Yeah, I would say so but too. I would have said on par with Noel Gallagher, but oh, I was tweeting today actually to someone to say he's gone a bit down, similar to Ricky, that rabbit hole. But he's so funny. He's such a clever guy and he wrote all those tunes my mum watched um liam on jules holland some boogie woogie you saw he... liam live with your mum didn't you and i you did thought he was yeah shit. he was shit i did i yeah. i wasn't a big fan but do you believe in a uh, capital punishment no okay I, I, um... except except to dr fox <laughs> um, but no i'm totally <laughs> against it for what any crime okay what is your greatest regret uh probably ruling out capital punishment at an early age <laughs> <laughs> What's my biggest regret? Uh, kidnapping those. Well, I was going to say no. Let's tourists. be serious because I'm no, trying to, try to think. Um, there's a... Well, I was going to say, was it not studying? But you are actually studying now. No, I like it. Yeah, but I had to go back. I don't really. Do you regret uh... much things in your life? Can't uh... imagine you do. I don't quite think a... I'd say. What do you regret? I'm trying to think. As you say, I regret like not having the confidence to do like creative stuff earlier. That's... Yeah. I... Good That's one. something that I feel quite depressed about because I just think I look at these young comics and you know I do aspire like to, to be <laughs> you're not young look mate. Me, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I look at these people, you know, influencers, bloggers, or whatever, and I just I've got such admiration for them. Like I know it's easy to be dismissive and you know oh, yeah. what a load of shit, but at least they're fucking doing it. I, I would yeah. love to have been like that if I could go back and tell my younger self something. I'd say like don't be don't be put off by something. Be really no. confident. You're guaranteed. You know. You'll, you'll get something you know i'd like to have started this podcast earlier i would yeah. like to have um but you don't but you've got you've also That's... got to bear in mind what i what i really like about um there's that quote that you've often said about um you know age and creativity and it's, and it's from ricky as well which shows how introspective and awesome he is when he says well, um, about where's it's when he talks about jane said oh why couldn't i have been more successful earlier yeah you yeah know, you know i'm writing the office which he wrote at you know at 37 and jane said because you wouldn't have been ready then and um, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of truth in that. You know, you are you become successful and reach your you know the heights of your career when you're ready. Everyone's journey is completely different. Yeah, a lot of people get into comedy later than they used to. Probably in the you know nineties, I guess you were apart from like Harry Hill, you're kind of doing it in your early twenties. Now you've got people who do that, but you've also got people who like Greg Davis, other people yeah. who. Who was much older? The, um, the uh, American. You know and he works you know when him. you know the. 
he, oh, that anyway, guy. he just on his thirties sometime. Just someone said, "Get up." Well, someone I don't know. <laughs> got Reginald D. Hunter. Reginald okay. D. Hunter. Thanks very but, um, much. I'm not a massive fan, but he, no, he's awful. It's, it's good to think that not everyone has made it because you, yeah, you, you've been like this since since I've known you. So you, since yeah. you were ten years younger, you've thought about <laughs> the younger generation behind you. You thought you passed it. So yeah, that's true. Now, now you're kind of yeah. There is a generation. Behind. I'm your age when I met you. How no, you're that? younger than that. You're oh, we should we should say actually, it's going to be about what our ten year anniversary as friends, isn't it? Yeah. Any could we get sent some Amazon gift cards or something? <laughs> Just fifty pounds. <laughs> uh, no, we should do something. We'll have to do a live um, stream uh, special for that. Yeah, find out what the day is because you've got all the old shows. So. <sighs> It'll probably be about three weeks before whatever the okay. first. When, when is do the that. first one? Do you find memory? Do you I could, oh, can't remember that because I think it is about literally now that we met. Yeah. I know it's the summer. Wow, maybe it we'll do a live show. It was the summer time. It was the summer of '69. I do one of my. Brian poems. Adams does come does come up in this week. There's a knock on the door. Get kind of nervous. Is it? Is it it's just <laughs> room service. Yeah, and uh, that sounded great. Christian Con. They do mention that um that thing actually that bounty hunter. I remember. Did Steve mention that? No, it was Matt Everett. Matt Everett talked about um Christian O'Connell used to have a feature, the bounty hunter one, yeah, where right. you had to run into the row. Uh, just start a conversation with a celebrity and get them into the studio. It, it would be like elite, so, like health and safety, and it would be stopped at so many levels. I know, that. but it wasn't. I, I, you know, it's fine to do. But and the last question, Gary. Oh, we were going to do that. Get a mic, and I'll go and interview people around. Mallet, mallet. Uh, have you ever myself. seen a badger? Uh, do, do you like mosaics? <laughs> do you want? I did um, a tweet about Timmy Mallet? I sent you. I think you like okay. it. Look forward to that. What keeps Topical. you awake at night? Last uh, one. Uh, searing pain. No, I don't, my <laughs> that, brain that's chemicals. True. Overthinking. No, I when I sleep, sleep well. But when I yeah. don't sleep, I don't sleep. Too. Pointless, because you have it's, that on, don't you, as well? That's quite yeah, loud. Yeah, like pointless. With very strong medication. <laughs> called nice. Do you know, remember Rosie O'Donnell? He's trying to get a freebie from well, Sofa Tread. Yeah. Do you remember Rosanne Barr? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went mental. She's like said all this shit. Yeah. She's on that medication. She blamed that medication. That I Did she? Same thing. God, and one day you'll be as successful as her. It is powerful. You <laughs> saw some little goblins. Like, if you don't go to bed... <laughs> oh, I tell you, talking about um, hallucinogenics, I'm going to Amsterdam next week. Well, and I, he's asked me if he can have a split. Smoke right? to I, herb. I would say yes to other people, but you, I know what you're like. <laughs> you won't stop. Do I'm a bit nervous. No, it's quite more. It's, isn't it? it's much better to do smoke some weed. I when think you're we're going to have friends. a little. Are you I'm comfortable have a little nibble. Who you're going with? Are you really comfortable in their company? Or is uh, it? I'm comfortable. I feel he's quite an unre- unreliable presence, though. Okay, you. It's just you're going to have to deal with a lot of tears that are going to come. So you, <laughs> I don't understand. It. It, but if any listeners do have any suggestions for things that I can do on my trip to Amsterdam, uh, please email in spinnerspodcast.gmail.com because at the moment I've got no ideas. I'm running on empty. I don't know Ooh, what to do. I'll see a prostitute. That's fine. Like, I don't I'd honestly that. rather do that. <laughs> you did that. Um, um, but, uh, hey, you're on, on that note of, uh, I was going to say, transmitting sex and disease. And this is just a conversation. I think we've, we've got enough here. So I just want to end on this. You know, Carl talks about going to the health clinic. Yeah. Uh, that he did, he wasn't happy with a finger up the arm. Yeah. Which I think that's that's a much better thing that he says, um, that Ricky says, uh, and compared to the swearing thing. I love it because we're on the radio, just say it quietly. 
that's funny. Much funny. I I admire that bit because they they stick with that in other things like little video clips, and they've been quite they've been good on that. Like, are you wanking? They they, are you wanking now? No, but they kind of make it as a joke. But I think it is a serious message to get across. So it's probably it's helpful. That's that's one thing you know he's been good on. But by joking about it, you know it's publicising. Because back then this wasn't two thousand people. Yeah, like now this campaign's football campaign. I went on um like I was just down the street and now it's like um testicular cancer and literally it's um. Not advertising testicular cancer. No, no, no. It's like it's like a it's like off. an image. It's like an image of uh, you know a doctor, someone looking a bit sort of anxious, but saying you know men get checked out, whatever. Then like loads of um organisations and businesses, you know, I think Lad Bible like bizarrely like did like you know here's what you need to do to get checked out yeah. and stuff like that, which is brilliant. Because, yeah, because men don't. Well, I've always been very very open about this sort of stuff, even the early years of knowing you and you know about What's my general about health it? anyway, because Maybe. I do panic about that. <laughs> Just Wayne Jen. No, he doesn't. He's not. No, but, but no, you but do talk I, about it. But yeah, but that's what I mean. But I've never. Way. I remember the first time where I had my um fellas groped by a doctor, consensual. Yeah. Um, yeah. was uh, I was very young and I was the hardest thing of it I wasn't worried about going to the doctors it was telling it was telling okay. my mum oh right Why? it was telling because I was like I was we've never been like prudish but you know same similar household you know you're not going to watch meet Joe Black with my parents but um, yeah. but it was yeah. it was that thing of um, you know Just... I don't want her to like I was like, do I do I ask her if she can help me obviously not because it's totally weird yeah but then it's, it's that thing of mum I've got a problem. I can't tell you where the problem is, but I can I can loosely on I've got a doll here and I can show yeah. you on the doll where, where the pain is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can stick this right up inside. Oh no. your fire. So, was it because you didn't want to worry in general or you just don't like talk you can't mention that? Because I, I I think it was I just I, I felt like I couldn't talk about it with her. But I, I feel I, I I I'm very I'm very close with yeah. But it's not toilet stuff. It's no no. It's, it's not at all. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm with family and they're the least. Yeah, of course. I'm going to talk. But, but you for know, most people, they would talk mm. openly about with their family if no one else. But me, I'm the opposite. I hate anything like that with my family. Yeah. What this is that's more interesting I like it, but it was more important wasn't it you because she obviously is going to organize the doctors i would never have organized were you, that were, you a, were you a child or were you younger yeah i was you? i was i think i was about like uh like 10 something like oh, maybe 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 worrying. yeah yeah i was i was big big no. maybe 10s no 10s quite young 18 what? So you've gone from ten so to eighteen? Oh, leave that for me to do. <laughs> Sorry, the open goal. Um, well, let's say you're about fourteen or so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, 14, that, I remember going for an ECG, which was fine. I've never had it up my heart. I've never been so nervous. I was convinced it was definitely, but like heart failure. Like it, it's just a bit of pain, yeah. and the ECG was fine, and it immediately went away. Like it was like it was in my mind. Like I was thinking it, oh. and it's just. Yeah, so now, yeah, I think my heart's going to go soon. Sorry, I don't... But over that, we do, you know, it's natural to have worries. Yeah. You wouldn't... It is. Yeah. But my, my advice to any men, I, and I know, because I'm big advocate of this, is... Yeah. Have zero shame about bod, bod, about your body. Get it get get it checked out as early as possible if you have any thoughts, problems. And um, I think, talk about to the friend, the friend might be like, 
oh, that's quite weird. But actually, I think when you mention something the first time, a lot of people are just waiting for that first person to break the ice. That's how yeah. that's always been my experience. And then they'll, then they'll open up and they'll go, oh, I've got this problem too. And then sooner yeah. or later, you're probably talking about weird pimples, spots, disgusting yeah. scars we, we've that you've got. That. <laughs> we've, we've done that many times, I think. Yeah, we I don't think so. do it too much. We're not obsessed. No, but we I, don't. I've had those conversations. No. Yeah. And then, but it usually comes back to me. <laughs> Finger up ass. I, I actually don't <laughs> mind that. That I'll have. I quite happily have that. It's it's up the yeah. But um, well, hey, good words, and I agree. I endorse them, and I think we should finish this section on what you just said. Well, do you oh, think, or shall we do some favourite quotes before we? Oh, finish? Do, oh okay. we haven't done favourite quotes. Incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, or you have something to say, or you have a favourite quote, get in touch. Spinners Podcast at gmail.com or all that's on Twitter at Spinners Podcast. What's your first quote, Gary Forrest? Well, the first one is just, it's a noise when he goes, because oh, I know what he means when they go, Steve goes, well, I remember when they were standing in from us. And Ricky just goes, oh, I don't, like, I don't. Yeah. And what he's saying yes, there, what, what, good... he's, he's not saying, I don't know, like, yeah, directly. Know what, what he's saying is like, what, oh, what's, oh, that's a typical yeah. saying. What, what, what are you yeah. saying? Like, everyone says that. Like, yeah. It's, perfect captured in that little i love you know, that such a good a, observation really, that yeah. brilliant yeah what would you do if there was a war on go on holiday that's brilliant that. that's a good one that'd be worse that'd that's be exactly. worse wouldn't it roger <laughs> like, Selena. It's funny. Like, it would be worse he's right i don't think i've Someone ever heard you do. laugh as 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 just, boring as just it's just, a funny just, scenario I, um, I do like that bit and three years later, you're exactly where we started. Yeah. I've got Mondays yeah. off now. Though. Yeah, <laughs> just, love that, it. That is just Carl, impeccable comic timing there. Perfect timing. Spectacular. It's typical bit. None of it had been set up or planned. They just, yeah. he, it was good from both of them, but together, fused together, it's it's really good. My little, how did that work? <laughs> I don't know. My bollocks. No, Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> I love that yeah. as well. That, yeah. I've used that line. We talk about lines used out of context to people in life. That I've used several no, times. No, Ronnie Corbett. As, I've used it as my own and no one likes it because only me that finds it funny. It's, um, just, it's, it's, a, it's the perfect person that we could come up with on the spot. This one, which I think I, I want to put in the ring for episode title. Uh, try both. Try both, yeah. That's like one of the five phrases you might use that would you'd pick for the whole XFM years because try both so yeah it's so is it it's not uh, the funniest thing but it is fun it's It's funny in concepts what's your next one people who are sort of fans but they're not real mega fans they they might know that try both anyway I think I've stolen because I haven't got any more oh Oh, really do you not no they're in another file wait one (laughs) So, oh, okay. I've got, I found them. Right. Look, look at what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Would I? What is What's that? that from? Tell me. I don't know. It's I'm not. Would I? It does. I, it's I mean, just it's a little aside from Ricky. I think, yeah. I can't remember. Email in if you know. This is, this is unacceptable. From a presenter that I've done this. Oh, I thought was that a quote. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, this is unacceptable. I mean, you haven't seen my notes. My notes are very clearly laid out, context in brackets, really nicely formatted. You should About s- twelve files on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not looking. Um, what can you do with someone who's mental? Yeah, on the nature of a uh, capital punishment. 
Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's true though. It, it actually, is. it's a, I'm not going to get into the serious side of that, but there is there are people who are legally mentally incapable who have been put to death you know so that's wrong so when's your yeah, when's joking. your appointment it's actually quite a, uh, next my appointment for what <laughs> honestly right i'm going to send you this screenshot so please don't i can't because i'm on twitter i write my tweets in different files so i've, right. I've got so many it's totally my fault and no one else's well i could do one to fill in i, I need a schnitt i need a schnitt uh have some good wedding photos done in that <laughs> that's good do you that's know what great. though it's actually um when he says um so insulting oh, name me uh oh, it's so brilliant but, but, but when he says that uh name me a chinese uh actors on telly first who yeah. was the great gamut of chinese talent on on television and it's like um that's not a problem with chinese talent that's a problem with representation of asian minorities yeah, on television you'd, isn't it you'd say same about japanese same about yeah. who what french celebrities are on british tv I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just well, saying, like, what, it's, tell your face. I just, I think Ricky was just making it. It, it was just funny. I know. Yeah. No, it was. It's, it's, it's a good way of dealing with that ridiculous point that cars make. Like, but tell me one that you've seen on the telly. <laughs> and that's my last quote that I've got, which okay, is about so 49. Which is <laughs> so I've got three quick. Uh, so, wonked off a pog. Yeah. I, I, hate, I hate that. I mean, I, I remember Rebe- Rebecca Lou's wanker off a pig on the on Channel 5's The Farm. Just uh, that was she ridiculous. apparently had an affair with David Beckham, and that yeah. was all. And then was her whole career is that. He is Maybe quite attractive. A... I don't know if she, well, I, I tell her I love you her, are, but the... oh, that's it. I tell her I love her, but the point may be moot. Yeah, and uh, and that sounded great. That's really good. Yeah, not? very perceptive. But the point because it is yeah, it's the kind of phrase that they. Have always How do you hated. say moot? Do you say moot or do you say mute? Well, the, the, the word mute you can silence, which is mute. If the point is irrelevant, it's moot. <gasps> oh, it, is, are mute. they two mute. words then? Yeah, they're two separate words. They oh, I thought it was, but the point may be mute. That's how I'd say it. No, but if it's moot, no, what's wow. it called? The words that say no one's going to pick you up on it except me. <laughs> but it is mute. I did bring it up. And it's mute. It's a far more common word, okay. mute, which we do to a TV to turn off the sound. And a lot of listeners have already done with this show. <laughs> well, guys, um, can we I don't just say... the visual out, but it's still better. Yes. Um, but look, if you are still with us and you haven't mute, mute, muted us... Um, I've been naughty today. I've been, I've been too... He's been all right. I'm enjoying we haven't your, done it for ages. I'm enjoying your mood today. Let's keep it up for part two, where we're going to do a special bonus extended edition <laughs> of XFM in the community. Keep your energy up, Gary. It's going to be a long show. I've got to get some Sauvignon Blanc, probably. (laughs) 